You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, Episode 9, Key Habit of Highly Successful Women. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. lovelies. If you don't know me, I'm Ridhu Parikh, productivity mentor, author, speaker, and happiness junkie. I want to help you be successful at work and at home so you can be successful in life. I first of all want to thank you so much for tuning in. I know you have lots of options and places you could be putting your attention and I have so much gratitude for your listening ear. All right, you know what really bums me out? Truly, truly bums me out professionally and personally when I see kick-ass women, some clients, some friends, sometimes family members, beat themselves up at the end of the week or the end of the month or even the end of the year because they are feeling like they're not successful. I often hear that I'm working so hard, I'm putting in the effort and the time, but I still feel like I got nothing done or I didn't reach my goals. And let me tell you, whether you're a consultant or a coach or a banker or a partner or a lawyer or a physical therapist, the feeling is the same. And it is so, so, so frustrating to hear that because we're in this world full of compassionate, high-achieving, driven, ambitious women, and so many of us end up feeling this way despite all the hard work and effort and time that we're putting in. It is undeserved And quite frankly, it is unnecessary. So why do high-performing, successful women often feel unsuccessful at the end of the day? I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly why. They are their own worst enemies, and they self-sabotage by underestimating the time it actually takes to get tasks done, thereby overestimating what they're going to get done. Let me say that one again. You underestimate the time it actually takes to get tasks done, thereby you overestimate what you're going to get done. Okay, so if that makes sense to you, then you can probably relate to this because it actually ultimately makes you feel like a failure because essentially what that means is that you're not accomplishing what you set out to do. We're underestimating the time and overestimating what we're going to get done, which means we're not completing what we you know, set out to accomplish. And to work as hard as you have and to get to the level you have and to put in the time and the effort that you have, it does not feel like it pays off one bit when you're feeling behind the eight ball or, like you, or that you can't achieve your goals. And this is a real issue because I believe that this sets the foundation of your personal integrity and your personal brand, right? It's like who you are and how you show up and who you want the world to see you as and how others perceive you and how you perceive yourself. So if you're starting from this place where you're feeling behind or you're feeling like you're not going to catch up or you feel like you just can't accomplish what you set out to do, well, then that like really truly affects you at the core, Okay, so I want you to to do this for for me for a moment and 
have a vision in your head of a pyramid, like picture a pyramid, okay? And we're going to break up this pyramid into three sections. So if you imagine there's there's a pyramid and then there's the line, kind of like one third down the pyramid and then about one third down further, there's another line, okay? So like there's a top little triangle at the top and then there's two kind of horizontal spaces below that, okay? So it's broken up into thirds. Okay, so the very bottom, the bottom layer, that bottom box or that foundation so imagine those are your feelings and your emotions. Okay, so your feelings and emotions are there. And then the middle box are your beliefs or your belief system. And then the very top triangle are your actions. Okay, so just one more time. The bottom is your feelings and emotions. The middle is your belief and your belief systems. And the top are your actions. Okay, so if you look at that, you're like, this is a pyramid. And it's like one is building on top of each other. We're saying that what you feel, the bottom layer, is what you believe, the middle layer, layer is how you act. What you feel is what you believe is how you act. So if your very foundation is negative, right, if it's out of whack, if it just, you know, it's not coming from a positive place or it's a self-sabotaging kind of chatter going on in your brain because that, that foundation is just, is not in a positive state, it sets the tone and that feeds into what you believe, right? Into your belief system about you and what you can accomplish and what you can do. And then what you believe ultimately impacts your actions and your behaviors and what you put out in the world. Okay, so it becomes this very vicious cycle. If you overestimate how much you can get done, but can't get it done, you don't do it, you're You're starting from a place and a feeling that I can't get everything done, which then might make you believe that there's something wrong with you or you're not as smart as someone else. You can't stay on top of everything, which then makes you act in a way that reflects that. You start operating from a place of reactivity or scatteredness or giving up control in like very conscious and subconscious ways. And it just continues to happen in this self-sabotaging cycle, right? It just goes on and on and on. What you feel is what you believe is how you act. So I want to help you today with this. And I believe if you write and embrace and hold on to this one saying, this one saying I'm about to say, this one mantra, it is going to change your life, okay? This is like so powerful, but it's really, really, really super simple, However, I believe if you live by this, you will change your expectations, which means you will get more done, you will feel more accomplished, and you will truly believe that you can get everything you want. So once you start feeling that, and once you start believing that, you're going to show up and your act and going to behave with more confidence every day, right? Because again, what we feel is what we believe is what we act. And that, my sweet friend, really is a very beautiful place to be and what you really, truly deserve. So here it is. Here is the Mac Daddy mantra. If it doesn't work on paper, it won't work in real life. That's it. If it doesn't work on paper, it won't work in real life. Were you expecting some Buddhist saying? No, you know I'd like to keep things real simple. Okay, which means you have got to put your thoughts to paper or to a digital source It doesn't matter. It don't matter where you put it down, but you've got to get everything out of your sweet head, your overflowing mind, and map your time down on paper, or you will continue this self-fulfilling prophecy of being stressed out, underwater, and unable to catch up, and you'll be back in that vicious cycle, back in the pyramid again. 
All right, so I'm going to explain to you exactly how to do this. So it works for you, so just hold on tight. Because before I jump into the how to do it, I want to address why we why keeping everything in your head screws up everything so royally for you. It's because there is a very clear and distinct disconnect between the vision in your head and the reality of life. You might also think of it as a disconnect between tasks and time right, between tasks in your head and time in reality. There is a big disconnect, my friend, and you know it, and that's why we overestimate and we don't deliver. Okay, so I want you to imagine yourself now, there's another another vision here, imagine yourself as an architect. In fact, you might even be an architect, which will make this really easy for you. But if you're not an architect, imagine you're an architect, okay? And if you're an architect, you have this vision in your head. You have this beautiful vision for a home or a building, and you can see it, and it's, you know, you have all these great ideas. But even though you are a skilled expert in this, right, in creating this vision, you're not going to go from the vision in your head straight to building, Never going to happen, of course, right? You're going to create the drawings. You're going to have measurements or things just aren't going to fit. You'll be cramming things in as an afterthought and you will just be in chaos. So, of course, you're going to create the blueprints. You're going to create the drawings. You're going to have their measurements, right? And what that actually does is gives you a reality check. We are currently going through this with our backyard. We have this big backyard project planned. We have landscape architects in there. We have all these grand ideas and these visions. And then when we actually measure out our backyard, which isn't huge, and all the things we want to do, and then they're putting it pen to paper and actually measuring it out and fitting them all in. We're like, uh-oh, you know, things aren't going to fit as we thought, or we're going to have to shift them or maybe delete some things or just like change our vision a little bit. And so that's what that does, right? It's like you would never go just from thinking it in your head to going to build it. So back to back to us now, back to reality. If you feel like I never finish what I set out to do, I always think I'm going to get more done than I actually do, then you need a similar type of reality check. By the way, we all need this. I need this all the time. And I know when I don't put pen to paper, when I don't get everything out of my head, I don't map out my time and day, I fall into the same trap as well. I think I'm going to get more done than I'm going to and nothing gets done that I feel like a failure, right? So when your tasks and ideas live in your head or only on your to-do list, you will stay in perpetual mediocrity. Did you hear what I said there? even if it's on your to-do list. So it's still not enough. What is the measurement, right? We've got to actually take it from the to-do list, think about how long your task will take, and then block it to your calendar. Okay, this is truly where the magic happens. And I often see a lot of women take the, maybe the first step for sure. It's like all in my head. Okay, that's there. Maybe they're going to get it out, take that step, and maybe get on a list But where the disconnect is, is in taking the list and connecting it with your calendar. Okay, so let me reiterate these three steps, these three steps to achieving massive daily success. This is what highly successful women do. Number one, step one, get it out of your brain. Get out of your head. Number two, get it on a list. But number three, marry the tasks on your list to your calendar. Okay, so why is this so critically and ridiculously important? Remember the mantra, if it doesn't work on paper, it won't work in real life. So this is where you come face to face with reality, sister. 
When you think I'm going to write the proposal or prep for my meetings, scan my seminar notes, call my doctor, upload my expense reports, make the parent-teacher conference, catch up on email, write the recommendation, cook a healthy meal for my whole family, pay the bills, and paint my nails by 8 p.m. tonight, you feel pretty damn good about yourself, right? Planning that all out. But when in reality, you only get to writing the proposal, or like most of it anyway, making the parent-teacher conference and throwing together grilled cheese for your dinner, you feel like crapola. However, if you had taken all those tasks that were either in your head or on your list or both and had estimated the time for each one and then put those specific tasks on your schedule based on the time that you estimated, really mapping out the time it takes to get through each one, you would have seen that between your already scheduled meetings and commuting and eating lunch and traffic to the parent-teacher conference, that you were only in reality going to get through three big tasks for the day, not the eight or 10 that you had in your head. And if, and only if you've gone through this exercise, would you be realistic about what you could truly get done? You would reset your expectations to be more in alignment with reality and you'd ultimately feel pretty damn good about yourself because you would have achieved what you set out to do. Isn't that amazing? It's like magical. I hope you're seeing the difference in these scenarios and that you're understanding the value of scheduling your tasks to your time. It's not just about you know, staying on top of your schedule. It's the feeling, the belief, the actions that you take. It all works together. It's like how you show up every day. If you feel like a rock star, if you feel accomplished, if you feel confident, you show up like that every day, which means you're more motivated, you're more inspired, you're a better parent, you're a better wife, you're a better colleague, you're a better partner. You are a better person and you're by far dang a better woman. This is a key habit of highly successful professionals and of women who make it their business to take control of their lives and their destinies. They always know they are fully in control of where their time goes. They're not leaving it to chance or what they might think it might be or how long things might take. They are deliberate about their decision to think through each task on their plate. They estimate the time it takes to complete it and they map it to their schedule. So when you do this, you realize where you're overestimating and where you are underestimating or where you haven't been estimating at all. It anchors your desires into reality so you can make decisions about where you'll put your effort or won't put your effort as well as set your expectations for yourself and others. All right, let me give you two examples here. So let's say you have a certain type of project. Let's say it's a department overview or a newsletter that you create every other week. And every time it's due, you're up against a deadline, right? Without fail, no matter what, you're like, uh, it's due on Monday, so I'm going to be up late Sunday night, right? In your head, you think, I'm going to knock this out in an hour, no big deal. And so you leave it until the very end all the time, okay? Maybe you're shaking your head right now because you get this. But in reality... When you start blocking out your time and you put an hour on your schedule to do it, and then you actually see and you realize that it takes you closer to two hours, the next time around you block off 
two hours, maybe a little bit earlier in the week, maybe a little bit later in the week, but simply because you know now how much time to estimate, you're more aware of the reality of how long it will really take, and so you actually start blocking off your time earlier in the week. So guess what? You get done what you set out to do, you're not cramming at the last minute, and you're way more realistic about your expectations. Or another example, if you've never really stopped to think about how much time you're actually spending on email or how much time you can afford to spend on email with everything else you're juggling, you're likely just sitting and dwelling in it over the course of the whole day, right? You're probably in and out of there like 47,000 times um, because you're just like, have it on and you're responding and reacting, responding, reacting all day long. Now, if you, on the other more productive and rewarding hand, Make a decision. You plan to work on email at different times of the day for 45 minutes each, right? You block out three sets of 45 minutes over the course of the day, and you know that's the only amount of time you're going to allot, so you actually get to your other important tasks, and you don't get behind the eight ball. And now, instead of being in your email 50 times, you're going to be there three times for 45 minutes each. And now you're getting your other work done but you're also putting a limit on what you have simply because you've tried to kind of estimate the time, you know, just give, take a guess at it. You've blocked it on the calendar. And if you're totally off, you know, for the next time, well, you know what? I need to give myself at least one hour, three times a day, or maybe, maybe I overestimated. Maybe it's only 30 minutes, three times a day. We have no idea because we're in our email all day long, right? So when you do this practice, and you actually then get to the important tasks, and now you're not up against a deadline, how about doing something like leaving work on time or getting home to your family, right? Sounds amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing? All right. And so just to hammer this home, if I haven't already, when you accomplish what you set out to do, you feel awesome, which means your belief system says, "Ugh, girlfriend, yes, sister, I can totally do this. I am so on top of all my stuff which then impacts your behaviors and actions. So instead of swirling in confusion or procrastination, you take action with clarity. You know exactly what to do at that given time. It's scheduled, right? It's on your calendar and you do it. You show up as the architect of your life because you are the architect of your life. You build its foundation and you measure and create its content. Listen, I know it's not easy to do it all, to show up as leader at work, take care of your relationships, deal with all the emotions, take care of all the meals, to manage all your work projects, and to look and feel healthy. But you're going to have a much greater success of getting all that done if you use this simple strategy. I guarantee you. My dream for you is to go from feeling like you're drinking from a fire hose to having clarity and confidence as you glide through your day. So try this on for size. Actually do the work. Remember the three steps. Get everything out of your head, get it onto paper, and then marry the time estimated to your calendar. Block out the estimated time for your specific tasks. All right, so now this leads me to your inspired action for the week because, you know, I always love to leave you with a challenge and I want to make your time 100% worth it. And in order to do that, I will always encourage you to take one small action every week. So today's action is to put these three steps into action. You guessed it, within the next 24 hours. And if that is going to be a weekend for you, if you're listening to this the weekend 
when you're listening, it's okay. It works on the weekends too, because this technique works uh, to make sure you hit your personal goals, like your errands or housework or family time or social commitments. You can still get an estimated time, block that estimated time to your calendar, and then take action. Okay, I'm actually really super excited for you to do this because it's easy and it's super powerful. In fact, it might be one of the most powerful things you will do in your career and life. So as always, I thank you for your time. I am sending you loving vibes and positive energy. And I want to remind you, as a little friendly reminder, reminder to please subscribe to this podcast. And if you have a friend or colleague that you think could benefit from it, share the love. And of course, it would really help me get seen and reach other amazing women all around the globe if, is if you would leave me a lovely review. All right, my friends. Well, here's to getting more of the right things done. Thank you as always for your time and your energy. And I cannot wait to see you or hear you or hear from me again next week. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.